0: Log Talk radio
1: Can we can we try it here? Let's try it here. What?
2: And one says, I will bless the Lord at all times And his praise shall continually be in my mouth Well, welcome tonight to a Word from God radio broadcast Right here on blogtalkradio.com I am your radio hostess this evening Evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler And I want you to know tonight that God has a designed word Especially for you Psalms 119 and 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. You see, with God's word in our hearts, our lives will be forever changed. And then in Psalms 119 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, meaning that the word will illuminate our steps as we walk towards our purpose and towards our destiny in Christ. Well, it brings me great joy to come before you tonight here on blogtalkradio.com and to share a word from God with you. After the broadcast tonight, if you have enjoyed the message on this evening, I ask that you go to our main page and click follow. And this lets us know that you are being blessed and that you enjoy our broadcast. I want to say thank you to all of you who have been following the broadcast Thank you for your encouraging words and for all of your support. And I truly do love you all. It's just an honor to come before you each Sunday night and just share God's word, a fresh word uh from God with you. Now we have a page on Facebook called A Word from God, and I ask that you click the like button to show us that you do like our page. And also you can email us at a word from God twenty thirteen. That's a word from God 2013 at AOL.com And tell us how much you enjoy the broadcast on our page. Well I thank and praise God because uh, many of you can tell I've kind of lost my voice. I've been at Mega Fest here in Dallas, Texas at TDGigState this weekend and we had such a blessed and a glorious time and the power of God fell and many were saved and many were delivered and just just awesome things happen uh, during Megafest, and we just want to thank God for what he did uh, in not only my life, but in the lives of others. Well, I have begun my teaching via webinar on the end times, and this is the assignment that God has given me, that it is time for the church to wake up and begin to prepare for the coming Of the Lord. It tells us in 1 John chapter 14, it says that Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us, but that he would come back to get us and take us to where he is, and we will be with him forever. In Acts 1 and 11, it says, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into the heavens? This same Jesus which is taken up from you in heaven shall shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Meaning the same way that Jesus left, that's the same way he's coming back for his church. Uh, it says in Revelation sixteen fifteen, and this is out of the Message Bible. It says, keep watch, I come unannounced like a thief. And it says, uh, you're blessed if awake and dressed, and you're ready for me. Too bad if you're found running through the streets naked and ashamed. If you are prepared and dressed, you are ready for rapture. Those who are not, those who will not go into rapture will be left behind to suffer the tribulation and then go into the great white throne judgment. So I'm just asking the church to get themselves prepared and get themselves Ready, and you can uh, tune in on tomorrow night. I'll be teaching uh, on the bema seat, judgment of Christ, and you can go to anymeetings.com dot com slash a word from God one. That's anymeeting dot com slash a word from God one. And if you want to see the first recording that I did on the rapture of the church. Again, go to anymeeting.com dot com slash a word from God slash e e five four d nine eight nine eight four seven. Now you can also listen to um, tomorrow night's uh, webinar on either a tablet or your iPad, but you must download the app for Any Meeting. Dot .com. So if you want to listen on your app, I mean on your uh iPad, if you want to listen on your Android tablet, just download the the app for any meeting. And if you cannot be in front of a computer or your iPad or your smartphone, you can always call in and listen to uh the teaching as well and that's 213-416 one five six zero, and the access code is zero one zero seven six three six and I will share this again at the end of our service on this evening. Well, it brings me great, great joy. I have special guests this evening all the way from Tacoma, Washington. A wonderful pastor and first lady there in the city of Tacoma. They are the pastors of Agape Christian Fellowship Ministries. And they are an awesome uh, husband and wife team. They are a dynamo couple. I mean, they are just two great and wonderful uh, people that you want to uh, be in contact with. And I just want to read a little bit about them. Uh, This is on Pastor Aaron and uh, First Lady Stacy Jackson. It says, Pastor Aaron And Evangelist Stacy Jackson are both from Moss Point, Mississippi, and were high school sweethearts. They have been married for 25 years with four lovely daughters, uh, Charnel, Chantel, Sherelle, and Precious. And they have one grandson, Aaron Isaiah. Pastor Aaron Jackson is a retired Army First Sergeant and is now a full-time pastor in Tacoma, Washington, pastor aaron and evangelist stacy jackson served faithfully in a local ministry for more than six years as associate ministers they both were heads of multiple auxiliaries and supported their pastor and first lady with diligence november of 2007 pastor aaron and evangelist stacy jackson were led by the spirit of god to leave their post as associate ministers and to answer their divine calling to pastor. Pastor Jackson sought the Lord through much prayer for guidance and direction, as well as sought spiritual counsel from his father in the faith, Apostle Nate and Pastor Valerie Holcomb of Covenant Connections International, Coppers Cove, Texas. Pastor Aaron and Evangelist Stacey Jackson have received the blessing of the Presbytery to serve as pastors. ACFM, which is Agape Christian Fellowship Ministries, was then established and incorporated on March twenty-first, two thousand eight in Tacoma, Washington, on the foundational scripture of John three, sixteen and seventeen. Pastor and First Lady Jackson held worship services in their home with their families for 2 months. Afterwards, the Lord pressed a pre- I'm sorry, afterwards the Lord pressed upon Pastor Jackson's heart to look for a public place of worship. He was led to the Hampton Inn Suites Conference Center. During the first 4 months, many souls came to know Jesus Christ as Lord and there was substantial growth in visitation and membership. This led to the conference center being filled beyond capacity, which led Pastor Jackson to pursue a more suitable place to worship in order to accommodate the church's growth. In September of 2008, ACFM moved to a larger edifice in the Lakewood, Washington area. Since moving to this location, ACFM has continued to grow In the Word of God and in in discipleship, the believers are taught the Word of God with clarity and simplicity so that they may become doers and not solely hearers. On October 17, 2008, uh, ACFM became a covenant ministry and affiliate of Covenant Connections International, CCI, Copper's Cove, Texas, under the leadership of Apostle Nate Holcomb, where they were ordained and certified as
0: pastors
2: after having graduated from the Sonship School of the Firstborn. Now, five and a half years later, God has spoken a prophetic word concerning ACFM purchasing an edifice within the city where the church can effectively and efficiently teach the lost with the gospel of Jesus Christ. ACFM has been in its new location that God has given since July of 2013. ACFM is a ministry with a call for salvation and discipleship rather than membership. If one can be discipled, he or she will not struggle as a member. Furthermore, it is paramount that every believer receives the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This prepares each member for the ministry of soul winning and becoming both examples and examples to one another. ACFM believes that Jesus Christ is the center and the circumference, the base and the boundary, the balance and the beauty, the sum and the substance of our faith. It's not about us, but it's all about him, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I just want to... Introduce to some and present to others And I am going to do something tonight that I don't normally do I am going to open up the um, the phone lines that you may call in um, I know many of Pastor Jackson and First Lady Jackson's members are listening So if you'd like to call in and say hello to your pastors The number is 347-850-1069 Again, that's 347 347- Eight five zero one zero six nine, and as I said earlier, I want to present this. So I'm going to introduce to others, Pastor Aaron and First Lady Stacy Jackson. How are you both on this evening?
3: Praise the Lord, woman of God. We're doing well. I've been chomping at the bit just to to be able to respond. I heard so, such lovely comments concerning this pastor. And I felt <laughs> that I wanted to meet this person that you so eloquently described in terms of bio. But uh, we are grateful and thankful Amen. for you to, uh, and to you to allow us to share in this broadcast.
2: Praise God. I also want to say that yes. you... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> First, lady, go right ahead. Yes. Your... Go
0: ahead. Amen. First, the Lord evangelist, uh, thank you so much for having us on this okay. afternoon. Amen. We just love you and we thank God for you. Amen.
2: Uh, amen. Well, I wanted to tell our listeners that uh, you are the pastors of my two daughters, who are both yes. stationed there in uh, the Tacoma area, and, uh, and that is how I met you. And I just want the world to know that you are two of the greatest people that I know. You're just awesome. You're you're humble. You have a heart for God, and you have a heart. For God's people, and you, 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 you bring out something in people that they sometimes don't think that they have, but you are able to bring that out of them. and And I just want you to kind of, uh, uh, First Lady, I, I wanted to ask you this first question. You are a wife. You are a first lady. You're a mother of four. You're a grandmother of one. You're a leader of the women in your ministry. You're a counselor. And not only that, you're a preacher. And let us not forget, you have great diva style. And you keep (laughs) yourself looking polished, sophisticated, and you still look good, girl. How do you do that?
0: Well, first of all, I have to give all honor and glory to the Lord. Amen. It is (laughs) him that um, beautifies me every day. But I tell you, I have a wonderful husband that stands beside me, and he supports everything that I do um, in ministry. So I I truly thank the love of my life for that. And my daughters are just beautiful, and my grandson is just the best. Amen. But to God be the glory. But I do all that in fasting, praying, seeking him, standing in his word, um, laying before him early in the morning, day, night, however the Lord seeks to get my attention. But it's definitely standing in his word, fasting and praying.
2: Praise God. Praise God. And, Pastor, uh, you want to let us know how many years you and First Lady have uh, have been married?
3: Yes, we've been married uh, for 25 years. We first met in elementary school in the second grade. We had a, wow. somewhat of a confrontation Uh, Both of us have uh, siblings that are one year our juniors, and they happen to boast that they had an older brother and an older sister, and that so happens (laughs) to be uh, Stacy and myself, my wife for life, the queen of my dream. And uh, so we've known each other practically all of our lives since I believe we were eight years old when we first met.
2: Wow, praise the Lord. Now, Pastor, how long have uh, you both been in ministry?
3: Uh, We've been in ministry for now about 17 years. Uh, I was called first uh, as a young minister in 1994 uh, Mm -hmm. while stationed in Korea. I was very much connected with my pastors in Augusta, Washington, not Augusta, Washington, I'm sorry, but Augusta, Georgia. Uh and uh once I was reassigned, I began to share that with them and went under the tutelage of my then uh spiritual leader, Apostle uh, Leonard Mole there in Augusta, Georgia, and uh from that point I had outreach ministry soul winning Uh, requirements and expectations within the church and my uh, assignment there was to minister to those uh, in prison and uh, the elderly and uh, care homes, etc. And that's pretty much where I had broken my teeth in terms of sharing the gospel without pretense and without uh, any uh, discrimination in terms of who uh, I was to reach with the message such as uh, Jesus himself says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. And I did not limit myself to reaching a specific genre because every soul needs a saved soul. So uh, that was the beginning of my life in ministry.
2: Praise God. Praise God. Now, what is the vision that God has given you for uh, Agape Christian Fellowship Ministries?
3: Well, uh, first of all, the, the vision... Uh, that God has given Is one that uh, Involves and encompasses uh, Non-denominational Fellowship of believers And uh, To be a spirit-filled inter denominational non-denominational Interracial, multicultural Bodies of believers in the Lord Jesus Christ And uh, it was all about uh, Declaring the Lord's name uh, To the world by the anointing Of the Holy Spirit And also to, to build a membership, fellowship of disciples, uh, you know, based on the foundation scripture of, of love, that the Father might get the glory out of our lives through His Son. And, and that's pretty much the gist in, in terms of the vision. But a part of that vision is also our mission, and that is to seek and to save, even as Jesus Christ himself sought, and to save the laws. And uh, also I have a burden to unify pastors and ministries and churches, in order to evangelize this city, you know, this state, this country, and even the uttermost parts of the earth, and and that's in a nutshell uh, the vision that God has placed within me as a spiritual leader uh, here at Agape. Praise
2: God, praise God. Now, Pastor, uh, I'm sorry, First Lady, I know that uh, you are a minister in your own right, and uh, what do you have to say to women today in uh, living in the culture? That we live in with all of the different styles of dress and trying to raise a family and and trying to work and and you know trying to live a saved and sanctified life and what do you have to say to women today? Because I know you have a pretty strong women's ministry there uh, at Agape. She's talking to you. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Could
3: you uh, rephrase? Uh she had Oh the, i was had, just asking, emergency.
2: I was asking her she just Oh, that's okay. Just asking her uh, what 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 word does she give to women today who are um go, going through things, you know, such as uh, maybe looking for a husband not uh you know, maybe having a husband but you know, going through difficulties, you know, not knowing how to dress possibly properly. Uh, you know trying to raise children, trying to work, uh just going through different kinds of things what What would you say to encourage women today to how to live a um, a saved and a sanctified life before
0: Christ? Amen. And so, well, with that being, with singles, I encourage them to first be married to God, seek the Lord Mm -hmm. in in, in their everyday um, prayer Mm -hmm. and study, and allow the Mm -hmm. Lord to groom the man that he has so graciously placed for them to be in their lives. So wait on God. A woman doesn't seek a man, but a man seeks for a woman. So I encourage the singles even in that area, of course. And then those that are married and, and they're possibly raising the children along due to the fact we're military bases. And a lot of times a lot of the wives are left home raising the children because the husband is deployed or active duty and busy. And I encourage them to um, stay in their word, of course, fast and pray. That's very uh, key in my life that helps me. Um, even when my husband was um, in the military full-time. And so I encourage them to do that and also be the mother to train up the child in the way they should go, have them out to prayer, have them out to Bible study, you know, depart into their Mm -hmm. lives, but also have recreational fun outside of ministry with them, cause them to do things together, different sports of that nature to get Mm -hmm. involved in. And when it comes to the dressing of the ladies, and, you know, they solicit that question, I allow them to kind of... I modern what I speak, and I kind of allow them mm-hmm. to pattern after the style that God has given me, but then if they're dressed like that, but allow the Lord to right. minister to them too and to st- cause them to take off things that God has shown them to take off. I also encourage them that if they go by what man say, a lot of times they pick things back up, but when they seek the Lord, right. God would do the dressing and the undressing and the right. um, rechanging in their lives because it's a heart Thing. It has to start from the inside that it flows on the outside, and as they begin to seek right. after him and to want oh, more of him, he'll begin to take those things and those desires and change them in the way he has for them to be.
2: Praise God. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Now, Pastor, I understand that you do have a new church building, and could you tell us a little bit about your new church building and where you're located and uh, all of that information?
3: Uh, yes, the uh, new church is located in Lakewood, Washington, 4814, 108th Street, Southwest, Lakewood, Washington, 98499. And those that uh, may be listening to this broadcast that want to perhaps visit or make contact with us, all of our contact information is online at our website, and that would be dot. Uh, a g a p e c f m dot com that is agapi c f m dot com uh the church that god has blessed us with uh was once a masonic temple and uh wow. god had spoken uh that building uh to me uh at the beginning of the year he said uh to say unto the church the people of god as we're faithful in our giving in reciprocating God's love, for God sold love unto man. We know that He so loved the world that He gave, but He also, S O W E D, He sold love. He sold Himself. And mm-hmm. Jesus is the magnetism of optimism, the epitome of giving, even as He had given His life. So it is with every believer. As we receive Jesus Christ, then we should be motivated to uh, reciprocate that giving, whether it be financially, in our serving the house of God, the people of God, and the vision that God has placed uh, upon uh, a leader of a ministry, a church, etc. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I had spoken, the people certainly all followed what God said by being supportive, being partners and not parasites, being partners and not. Uh, pirates being partners and not uh, a pest, uh, as it were. And God truly moved. And I teach and preach Mm -hmm. our congregation when we do what is natural, God does what is super. And that's how we get the supernatural move of God. Uh, Man has a responsibility, so does God. And so when humanity uh, makes contact with divinity, and that's when we have identity. And And I say that with the church, a Godly Christian Fellowship is not in it to grow a big church, but to grow big people, to impact lives with the gospel, not so much in becoming another mega church. And certainly, uh, as I was led in terms of uh, what to share tonight, God wants me to talk about the church that he's building. And so it's the Lord who builds the house, and as long as the church is healthy, it can't help but grow. And so Mm -hmm. uh, we thank God for how we've grown to this point. We thank God for this new location, and we know that uh, when it comes to uh, secret societies and secret organizations such as sororities and fraternities and even uh, the the masons, and and that, man, it takes an act of God To move upon uh, a people to give up something to someone uh, that doesn't uh, represent their cause but God told me that he would take that that temple and make it a house of worship and uh, he had spoken unto me a dollar amount when we first inquired about the building what they were asking for was about a hundred and thirty thousand dollars more than what God had put in my spirit and God told mm-hmm. me, do not budge, do not uh, negotiate any uh, higher on that dollar amount that he said. And I shared it with the owners who were, again, was uh, a Masonic organization. And at first they didn't want to move, they didn't budge, or they wanted to negotiate. But I stated what God said. And uh, lo and behold, God was true and uh, based on his promise. And we ended up. Uh, having this property because God gave it to us at the price that he had given me uh, as uh, the leader. And and so here we are uh, in a building uh, that is nicely arrayed, requires some work, but the people of God, we are ready to work. We're excited mm-hmm. about what God has given to us. And I mean, it is uh, 100% transformed. It is no longer cold, calculated and captious in its... Uh, appearance it was very austere standoffish but when the people of god had uh, walked upon that property and began to lay their hands to do the work that god has called us to do we had testimonies of people in the neighborhood and passerbys who said for years they lived in this community and never would step foot on that property and now they feel a sense of release they feel a sense of of freedom and many of them walked on this particular property for the very first time after living there for 10 or more years. And uh, we're seeing a difference already, even the uh, people uh, surrounding. It's a a premier uh, piece of property, but it's just off of one of the main uh, thoroughfares. It's a thoroughfare itself, 108th Street is much traveled, but just one block off of one of the main streets that leads to the local shopping center, uh, there are some uh, what you would call uh, shady characters, some that are, are, are less fortunate in terms of their lifestyle, et cetera. But those are the people who God wants us to reach. And the revelation of all of this is if God can take an austere building, a place that is shabbily built, and turn it into something that is glorious. Uh, likewise, he can do with the heart of men and women and children, mm-hmm. those that were shabbily mm-hmm. built and and compromised moral integrity to pursue an ungodly lifestyle. God is into recreating, <laughs> amen, and uh, not only mm-hmm. the creation of the world, but he can recreate the identity of those who have been shisted by the enemy, who have fallen victims to what... the the enemy Satan and even those of their own household have said about them that they would never be anybody they would never do anything they will always be addicts they will all be users and abusers but we beg to differ because if God can create a whole world with his word I believe that he can change a life with one word and so we do give God praise and honor for all of those things
2: amen praise God I'm Looking forward to flying back up there soon so I can sit in that new building with you all and just worship Amen. and praise God with you. But before we have Pastor to come, we're going to do a song. Uh, this song is called Word of God Speak. Uh, this song is uh, done by my pastor, uh, Pastor Sonia Dickerson of Day Spring Family Church here in Irving, um, Texas. And before um, we um, allow Pastor Jackson to uh, go into the world. We're going to play this song. I did open up the phone lines for you. A lot of times I know people don't like to uh, call in and talk on the radio, but I'm going to ask that uh, while Pastor Jackson is ministering that you do not call in because we do not want to interrupt the flow of the Holy Spirit. But after this song... Uh, Pastor Jackson uh, The rest of this time Will be in your hands And so God bless you I'll just say Pastor Jackson And you just Go as the Spirit of the Lord Leads you But we're going to go Into this song Called Word of God Speak
3: Praise the Lord
4: is to be with you and in the quiet to hear your voice you beyond the music beyond the noise all that I
1: need
4: is to be with you and in the quiet to hear your voice Word of God speak would you pour down light
2: jackson
3: praise the lord woman of god well first of all i do give honor and praises to god by way of the holy spirit that has enabled us to come together during this time of sharing and how fitting was the song word of god speaks jesus said mm. that the words that he speaks uh they are spirit and they are life they are good for your spirit And they are also good for your life and your living. And it reminds me of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, for uh, the word of God speaks, and it is alive. It is full of power, as the Amplified Version Mm -hmm. of the Bible says, uh, making it active and operative, energizing and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing a line of the breath of life, the soul, and the immoral, uh, the spirit, and the joints, and the marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing mm-hmm. and sifting and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. And in saying that, I so give honor to my spiritual father in the faith as evangelist Collier uh, Hager read the bio and. Certainly, uh, we honor our holy man of God. When I say we, I speak Mm -hmm. of Pastor Stacy, First Lady Stacy, and myself. And the one thing uh, that he taught us is that we must understand the importance of hearing from God. The Word of God does speak, and many people would go for years never having the conviction that God talks to them. And uh, if a person has never heard God talk to them, All they must do and you must do out there is open the Bible. And I promise you, when you open the Bible, God will open his mouth. Now the question is, what kind of hearer are you going to be once God opens his mouth? As Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are indeed spirit. They are indeed a life for the one that would hear it. And there are four types of hearers. Uh, First of all, there is the passive hearer. The passive hearer is the one uh, where the word is received but, but uh, does not go down. That's the passive hearer. The perverse hearer is uh, the hearer where the word gets in. Uh, it gets in, but it, it does not go down. The First of all, the passive hearer, let me back up there, is the one where the word of God is received, but there are things that are pro, uh not allowing, disallowing uh, the Word of God uh, to get in. And the perverse here, as I shared, is one who would let it get in, but it goes no further than just getting in. It needs to go down because God sowed into all of us. Everyone that God created has potential uh, to live a kingdom lifestyle where God gets the glory and the heaven only comes into the Earth is, is through the church, the, not a building of worship, but a people of worship. And the third here is the polluted here, and, and that is the person where the word gets in, it goes down, but it cannot come back up. It's one mm-hmm. thing to be an example, uh, but it's another to be an example. God wants us not only to uh, look good and glorious uh, by way of his calling upon our individual lives, but he wants us to teach others also how to become and how to develop the call of God upon our lives. Even the one that is, is has been given up on, the one who le- looks least preferred in the kingdom, can be the greatest because the greatest in the kingdom is the one who would be the servant of them all. And so I say that to say that God has a calling for everyone that he's created, for God created all of us uh, in an original. We are not uh, cheap copycats, and, and every man, every woman, every child that would hear this broadcast understand that you are made and created in the image of God. In John three sixteen it says, God so loved the world that he gave And God made an investment. He made a deposit in sending heaven's best in his Son, who is the epitome of what the kingdom is. And and by hearing this, if we could be that prepared hearer, that prepared hearer, once you hear the word of God, whether it's over a broadcast, whether it's by way of a Bible track, by way of a minister in a church setting, or just a passerby who would speak, A word of life to you It's important to be the one Where the word of God Gets in, it goes down Comes back up And then it produces fruit In your and my life 30, 60, and 100 fold And and that's not really what I wanted To uh, talk about in terms of a theme uh, For tonight's broadcast That's a, a precursor It's always good to have A precursor to Uh, Get us in position to get our spiritual sensitivities uh, tuned, as it were, uh, concerning what uh, it is that God wants to say uh, to all of us.
1: Praise the Lord.
3: And uh, Evangelist, I know you're the host, and I want to give space to you. If there's something, if not, I can continue to proceed in what God has placed in my heart.
2: Go right ahead.
3: Praise the Lord. Thank you. Uh, evangelist. Again, uh, as my uh, father in the faith, uh, and it's so important for uh, people of God and even those that are in the world, they understand leadership and how things are to function. And, and it's no different uh, with the church. And uh, we have uh, some people in the church uh, that would say, well, I don't have to uh, obey. I don't have to listen. I don't have to do. I make my own way, I'm my own man, or my own woman, well, if a person is not subject to authority, then they have no authority, and as the centurion uh, said to Jesus, I recognize authority, and he immediately became subject to authority. See, there's God always has a man or a woman of God who would be an example and an ensample in how the people of God are to live and to conduct themselves. Now, Jesus was the epitome of who God is. He was God in person, God incarnate. In that, Jesus is our uh, model. He's our matrix. He's our mentor, and he is our motivator. As Paul said in First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse one: "Be followers of me, as I am. So I, as I am also of Christ." And he wasn't saying necessarily imitate me as I imitate Christ because God, again, did not create cheap, phony copycats. You are an original, Mm -hmm. even though right now a person may feel like they are the epitome of insignificance, but every soul is significant in the kingdom, and God wants to bless us all. And one thing about the church, and I appreciate uh, your mantra Uh, Evangelist uh, uh, Becky in that you're sharing a word about the church being prepared for the coming of the Lord and we tend to lose sight of that and we must understand that judgment first began in the house of God and if the house of God are living above the law and consider themselves under grace then we're apt to miscarry the gospel message Because Paul talks about how he's constrained to not do as he will, but by the grace of God, he is who he is. And and that Mm -hmm. leads me into what I really want to share uh, in this message is for the body of Christ. Because one thing we can do as believers, we can stand in the way of sinners by not accurately uh, representing, not being a replacement, but we are to be representation of the living word and this uh, thing tonight i want to talk about is a triple a church with an a uh, triple s mentality and i know this sounds a little a uh, chintzy but uh mm-hmm. the revelation makes the difference and Even in the business world, everybody has a jingle. So I want this theme to be a jingle for the hearers out there, a triple-A church with a triple-S mentality, or in other words, an attitude. And I'm not talking about life insurance. uh, I'm not talking about some auto club. But the triple-A church is a church that has an appreciation for the Word of God and Mm. also they have uh, what we call a, an affection toward the house of God. And lastly, they have aspiration to suffer for the cause of God. And that's the kind of church that God wants to build. And again, uh, the church itself is not to be a building of worship, but a people of worship. God wants to build Amen. his people that he called and ordained to be his. And with that, there are some things that we must understand, that we must have an attitude uh, of gratitude towards God and understand that it's never about us, but it's all about him. And as I talk about this Triple A, man, some of the believers out there and those that are listening may say, well, I can't quite get that first A on my scorecard. You know, my GPA is too low. But there's good news. There's good news. Though, you know, your GPA may be less than the first A in this triple A. You know, if we can just, you know, get our GPA up, then God will put us back in the game because maybe we're a little less than an A right now, and he's not going to kick us off the team. You know, you can still wear the jersey. Jesus, amen, is still our biggest champion, and we're in the fight of Christ. But God doesn't want for us to get better he a uh, bitter, He wants us to get better. Let me say that again. Mm-hmm. God doesn't want us to get better when He sidelines us. He just wants us to get better in terms mm-hmm. of our attitude of gratitude and also in the uh, church uh, that He wants to build. And and I say this, evangelist. You ask about you know uh, our church. And one thing I teach and preach, and I'm convinced in this, that a pastor is not responsible for church growth but uh, church health. And if the okay. pastor whom God has given uh, is preaching and teaching uh, the Word of God with simplicity, with power, with the anointing, while living by the same faith that he's he's bringing, you know, the pastor's job is to bring the people faith. The Scripture okay. says, how can you hear without a preacher, and how can he preach except he be sent? So it starts with that leader, that pastor, the one that God has ordained to bring faith by way of his word, you know, into the people. So tonight I simply want to bring every believer a bucket of faith. And the revelation uh, makes all the difference. And and many people celebrate uh, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 13. And and I, too, I think it's a powerful uh, scripture as Jesus began to interact uh, with his uh, disciples And those out there If you would just go to Matthew's Gospel Chapter 16 Verse 13 with me And I'll share with you what I'm talking about And while you're getting there Just put a pin there Hold that pl- that place down Because I want to uh, switch back Into this thing concerning church uh, growth But uh, the pastor is responsible For bringing a healthy word and it's up to God mm-hmm. to what stature the church grows. We can't say, I'm going to preach a, a certain kind of message and I should uh, gain a membership of 5,000. Well, that's the mm-hmm. wrong attitude. That's not the AAA uh, church that God wants to build because he is the person who builds the church. That's where pastors and leaders get into trouble because they are okay. trying to build the church. With, with with principles and psychology and, and all of these other things, but if we just bring the people the Word of God and not criticize but encourage. And as a mm-hmm. pastor, I don't believe in uh, what the world calls uh, constructive criticism. Anytime you criticize something, it cannot be constructive, but I believe in rebuke. I believe in admonishment. But you also must understand that you choose to be optimistic, see the good in people, even though they see themselves as failures. There's one thing about celebrating what a person offers, no matter how miniscule or how small or minimal it may be. When you begin to celebrate people, watch them serve more diligently. Watch them want to please God even the more. If they sweep the floor nicely and well, even Dr. King said, if it falls your luck, to be a street sweeper, sweep streets like Michelangelo painted poetry, glory to God, and and like Beethoven composed music. So it's not a matter of what you are, but it's how well you do it, and people will come out of the wood lines to be a part of what God is doing. And so that's the gravity of agape. It's the love of God. People want to experience the love of God, and a healthy church has a healthy love for God. And this AAA church that I'm talking about possess every attribute of God's love. And this AAA church must have an attribute of a sheep, a servant, and a soldier. And just jot that down, those that are listening, and, and, and uh, save that for your personal devotion and edification. I trust that the Holy Spirit will bless you Concerning what God is saying uh, during this broadcast. Again, a church with the attribute of a sheep, a servant, and a soldier. Those are the attributes of what the mentality and the attitude brings and produces out of the AAA church. Again, the AAA church is a church that has an appreciation for the Word of God, has affection towards the house of God, and has an uh, aspiration to suffer. For the cause of Christ. Now are you with me in Matthew's gospel. Chapter 16. Verse 13. The scripture reads. When Jesus came into the coast. Of Caesarea Philippi. He asked his disciples. Saying. Whom do men say that I the son of man am. And they said. Some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say Elias. And others Jeremiah." ...or one of the prophets, he said unto them, his disciples, whom say ye that I am. See, it's one thing to be a part of the group, but it's another thing to have personal accountability... ...in responding to what Jesus himself is saying. Because notice the scripture, Simon Peter answered and said, out of all the twelve, here is one who has the tenacity and the courage, zest, and zeal to respond to the Lord's question. And he said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him. So Jesus is no longer uh, focusing on them, but he's focusing on him. Man of God, woman of God, child of God, God wants to focus his eyes upon you. When you respond yes. to his call, when you're able to hear the Word of God speaks, and when you open the Bible, I declare that he opens his mouth, and sometimes he may ask a question, but it's not to get information because he knows it all before he ever asks the question. He just wants us to understand we need to know where we are. He knows where we are, but he wants us to be in place to receive the yes. fullness of what he wants to offer all of us as believers, as children of God. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, blessed are those, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, thou art Peter. Thou art Peter. And Peter in the Greek is Petros, and many of our Bible scholars out there, this is not A foreign message to them but how also I'm reminded that Paul said for me to preach and to say unto you the same thing is not grievous because on your part it is safe there's a difference between teaching and inculcating see we can uh, be taught and not uh, be inculcated because one can take a test and pass a test and never learn the material that they they uh, receive by way of teaching Jesus wants the Word to become alive in us by inculcation so that it's a part of who we are. And God has made us to be victors and never victims. And notice how the rhetoric in even in this scripture continues where Jesus says, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And the AAA church has an appreciation for the word of God because it's the revelation that makes all the difference. We have to understand who Jesus is. He's not just the cornerstone, but he is the chief cornerstone. And knowing that he is the chief cornerstone, because we are simply petros, as Peter is, a large rock or a large piece that has been hewn out of a larger rock. And see, Peter can be easily shaken, Peter can be easily thrown, Peter can easily be moved, but Jesus is saying, on this rock I will build my church no man, no woman, no pastor a prophet, apostle evangelist, or teacher uh, you know, we can't uh, build a church, it takes God's church, and we can build a church but trust me, as soon as the floods come, the rain descends and the winds blow, all of that work fails, but Jesus is saying, have a revelation of who I am, I am the big rock, I am the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. I am like the rock of Gibraltar. It cannot be picked up, it cannot be thrown, it cannot be put aside, because God has wanted to prepare his church for the onslaughts of hell, because he promises that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Well, what is it? Who is it? Not necessarily the, the edifice where we worship, but the people. God is growing big people. If we would just allow him to hear his word, let the word of God come in. Let it get down Let it bring forth 30, 60, and 100 fold It is so important that we understand That even those that are part of the organized church And many get it all twisted And they come from uh, certain maybe denominational affiliations, and our churches are non-denominational, interdenominational. There are multiple backgrounds, but those that would come to Agape, first of all, they understand that there they will experience the Father's love. There is no love like a Father's love, And, and there is nothing tainted. There is nothing mischievous in God's love because God's love is what leads us into the pathway of victory, where there are tongues, where there are gifts and anointings. All of that stuff will cease, but love prevails. Love conquers all things, and, and that's what uh, serving God is all about. We do what we do because we love God, not because we fear of what people are going to say. Some people go to worship because they are fearful of what the other members are going to say about them by being tardy and absent and, and, and uh, becoming slothful or whatnot, but we do what we do because we love God, and, and when you love God, it breaks your heart to break his. So therefore, God is saying, mm. I need for you not only to have one A, but I want you to have a triple A. Because I am a triune God. I've got the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and we are mm. made perfect. Because a threefold cord is not easily broken. And God is saying, mm. so shall the church that I'm coming back for be. Because I. Jesus Christ, I want to wash it in my blood. I want to be able to cleanse it in my blood and to to be able to present this church back to myself without spot without blemish and without wrinkle where he can be proud of what the church has accomplished because the church is an amazing uh, place it's an amazing thing it's an a play, amazing organism because we are members of this body that we call the church and when we say the church it's just a point of reference evangelist just mm-hmm. like when people yeah. get sick they go to the hospital, whatever the name is. If there's an accident, they send them to the hospital because they understand. When I get to St. Joe's, uh, when I get to University Hospital, I know that there are doctors and nurses. I know that there are staff members there to help me fix what is broken to get me out of my my dangerous place and so it is with the house of god people the people of god we should be there ready to be an extension of what god is wanting to do in the earth even as jacob said i was in the house of god and i knew it it not i i was in the house of god and it was an awesome place it was a dreadful place It was it was the gateway to heaven, he says, as he saw the angels coming down upon this ladder that we call the Jacob's ladder. As he seen angels in this vision, and notice he was having visions and dreams while laying on a rock. Glory to God! He used a rock as his. Pillow.
1: And no matter what the storms are, no matter what the enemy brings, when we are resting
3: on Jesus, the rock of Gibraltar, He's able to bring sweetness out of hard places. And the church, yes, we are going through some difficult things, but the more difficult it is, the deeper our worship, the more difficult it is. It should broaden our praise, and we have to understand that. The enemy will not prevail when God has built his house because there is no failure in God.
5: Amen. That's enough to shout over right there. Yeah, yeah, I know you're the host, yeah. but amen. Sometimes <laughs> it's good
3: to just have a breakaway praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: And I'm having Hallelujah.
3: what I call spiritual insanity right now. Glory <laughs> to God because this word that God is saying is a living word. It stirs Here's up, today. it creates, and it brings fruit all that God has ordained for your and my life. Friend, wherever you are, just know that the gates of hell may have come. Brother, the gates of hell may have come. There is hell in your house. There is hell in your home. There is hell on your job. And there may be hell in your church. But I say unto you, for the sake of God and for the love of God, you continue to stay in the center of God's love where he can reach you and bless you. Your enemy becomes God's enemy. Your burdens becomes no burden because your burden is not a burden to God. Your struggle is no struggle for God. Your setback is just a set up for a comeback because God will use the enemy's (laughs) tactics against him. The momentum of the enemy will compel you into the great place that God has ordained for your life because your attitude is one of gratitude. And Jesus said in all things we are to give thanks for this is the will of God concerning those that are in Christ Jesus. And friend, if you don't know Jesus Christ as the lover of your life, I want you to know that Christ died for you Christ died for you in that while you were yet a sinner, God demonstrated his love for you in that while you were yet a sinner, for all have sinned, all have come short of the glory of God. And though you don't understand some of this uh, in terms of what this theme is tonight, friend, you are an expression of God. You are a prophetic voice of God. You are a seed that God has sown, and God wants to bring 30 sixty and a hundredfold out of your life in the name of the Lord to his name be the glory and all the praise now evangelist I got I I got raptured about ten times praise God And, and, and if the people could see where I'm sitting they would think I am a ghost Praise the Lord, because even in just talking about his goodness, I got caught up with him. And see, when we're caught up with Jesus right now, we don't have to worry about being, about being caught up when he comes. Praise the Lord. I'm getting my practice even now. And, friend, glory to God, when you come into this faith and, and this revelation of a difference who Jesus Christ is, you will be able to experience this kind of joy and hope that only God can give, and I want you to go with me if you would concerning the church, and and the, the church is not to be uh, a democracy or an autocracy. It's not Burger King; you just can't get it your way. If Jesus mm-hmm. is Lord, then then let Him be Lord. See, He wants mm-hmm. to be Lord, and when He's Lord, uh, we receive Him as Lord with the anticipation of obeying what He says. And see, uh, uh, the children of Israel, even the nation of Israel, even today, they have what they call a shema. A shema is S H E M A. Shema is their jingle. It's their mantra as a nation. And it says, "Hear, O Israel: The Lord your God, God, he is one Lord, and and you have to serve the Lord your God with all thy might, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength. And see, when we get that revelation of God being Lord, then whatever he says, we've already trained our heart to believe, to trust, and to obey what he's saying. And here's the message to the church. We have to understand in Psalm uh, 127 and 1, As a church, this triple A church, this church uh, that has an appreciation for the Word of God, has uh, an affection toward the house of God, an aspiration to suffer for the cause of Christ. And this church Mm -hmm. understands that as uh, a sheep, we have an appreciation for the Word of God because God sees us His Word. And as a church with affection toward the house of God... And, and Jacob, and, and I know I'm I'm moving like lightning and sounding like thunder, praise the Lord, but <laughs> however this message I understand will be archived, friend, and you can go back if you missed something during this broadcast, I'm sure Amen. that the host will tell you how to tap in to what God has said tonight at a later time. Amen. So right now just allow the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, to bring forth a revelation that makes all the difference in you, my friend. But uh, again, having affection toward the house of God, when Jacob said that this was none other than the house of God, talking about Jacob's ladder, the place where he saw the angels descending and ascending, he then anointed that rock that he used as a pillow, and he called that place Bethel. Bethel yeah. in, uh, is a, a Hebrew word for a house of God. Bethel, the house of God. And so by him uh, anointing that place, now he not only had a revelation, but now he has affection yeah. towards as an attachment to that place that he had this discovery of what God was doing and how he was getting his kingdom in the earth through Bethel. And that's the church. God gets his kingdom into the world and in through the, into the earth through Bethel. And lastly, aspiration to suffer for the cause of Christ. We must have the attribute of a soldier. Uh, To suffer. He wants us to endure hardness as a good soldier. A good soldier doesn't murmur and complain. A good soldier is able to take orders and receive orders and give orders. And praise the Lord, so it is that the church is not a democracy, is not an autocracy where the pastor or the leader has the, the last say in everything. God wants his house, his church, to be a theocracy, a theocracy Is God-centered, God-focused, and God-ruled. And in Psalms 127 and 1, it says, Except the Lord build the house. We as leaders, uh, evangelists, we have no business in trying to build a house. When we try and build, God's hand is off. So God will let us have it our way, but yeah. God is saying, I don't want you to be ashamed of what you've done. You just obey mm-hmm. my word. You continue to yeah. bring faith to the people, preach faith into the people, prophesy into the people, impart the goodness of God by way of my word and my anointing unto the people. Leave the building part up to me. And it says, except mm-hmm. the Lord builds this house, that they who labor uh, labor in vain that build it. Mm-hmm. Except the Lord... Keeps the city, the watchman waketh, but in vain. And God doesn't want anything that we do to be vain. He doesn't want it to be vanity. He wants us to have a reward. He wants us to have uh, what we call reciprocity, where God says, well done, my good and faithful servant. And one thing about this thing, that the same reward that God has given his prophet, he will give unto you, beloved. My friend, my brother, my sister, son of God, daughter of God, God wants you to have that same blessing that he gives unto those who lead you. Now, as to this church that the Lord is building, we find that even as Jesus began to uh talk with the disciples uh, along the way and and I want to share what Jesus was saying and what Jesus was doing concerning the church. Now, the church is not a building where uh, you know uh, where the people it is not a building uh it's it 's a people it 's living. You know the church are the people who are symbols in the building, not so much the mm-hmm. building and I can understand the connotation, so don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you not to not cause your uh, to no longer call your place of worship the church, certainly it mm-hmm. is the church, such as the churches even of Asia Minor that uh, the angel. Uh, of God ministers to through John the Revelator. So we understand that, but the revelation as I began makes the difference. Who do they say that I am? Okay, now whom do you say that I am? We have to understand where the power lies, beloved. The power lies in us, and the church as described in the book of Acts represents our risen Lord in the person of the Holy Spirit who work in and through The church, the people of God, Christ has empowered us to make an impact on our community, such as recorded throughout the book of Acts, my friend. And and wherever we found the church moving, whether it was the apostle or the disciples, they were known to be a people to turn the world upside down. But actually... They were turning the world right side up because uh, most of us can agree that the world even now is upside down. But this mm-hmm. AAA church that God is building, we are to make an impact. Again, the AAA church, they have, we have, and I include myself in that, and I know that uh, I am an, uh, a pastor by uh, ordination by God, but... I don't call myself uh, the, the the shepherd. I like to refer to myself as the lead sheep, and I understand what it means to to shepherd and to be uh, the under shepherd of a congregation. So I understand yeah. that premise. But uh, the prophet said, "All we." sheep have gone astray, not all ye. Right. So I include myself when I talk about this. I, this Word of God has to resonate in me before I can convince those of my congregation to buy into what God is doing by way of the Holy Spirit. Now, the A church has an appreciation for the Word of God. Sheep have in appreciation for their shepherd. So it's, it's Jesus who is the shepherd, the, the good shepherd, the great shepherd. He's the chief shepherd in, in in our church and he wants to be the chief shepherd even in your life. And this church has affection toward the house of God's servant who is the greatest in the kingdom. Well, the one who's greatest in the kingdom is the servant of them all. So we have to transform Form and transition from from being a sheep to a servant into that which is a soldier. And now this soldier, again, has aspiration to suffer persecution for the cause of Christ. And they who live godly will su- suffer persecution. But, beloved, God has already uh, proclaimed that no weapon formed against his church. That's why he said the gates of hell will not prevail. He did not say that the gates of hell would not Come And as a soldier, we can expect to have an adversary. As a soldier, we can expect to encounter a foe, but we have to endure hardness as a good soldier because being a soldier for God will not come without its challenges. And so God has equipped us for the challenges because we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And that's Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. So Amen. loved us, and the church is to be a kingdom covenant-keeping people. And we who are in this triple A church, this triple A mentality—the sheep, the servant, and the soldier—we understand that we are living a kingdom lifestyle. We don't live by uh, natural means. We have supernatural means, even as Jesus said. Uh, the, that which sustains me, the broma and the brosis, the, the, drink and and the bread that i eat of you know not of this is matter Mm -hmm. from heaven that god will give unto us and people can't understand why we are not committing suicide we're we're not uh, depressed and oppressed but we are thriving and not merely surviving because of our understanding of who jesus christ is jesus said if god be for us Who can be against us and succeed? That's the question. If God be for us, who can be against us and succeed? There are people who will come against us, and we know no man after the flesh but after the spirit. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities. And when we come on the Lord's side, we understand that once we are on his side, then Satan will come in, but he can't come in like a flood. I know many of us, we have heard it quoted, and many of us have quoted it ourselves, even I, yes your pastor truly has quoted it this way, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him, well my friend, the enemy cannot come in like a flood because water represents the tenacity and the power of the Holy Ghost, the saturation and the baptism of God's spirit so when we read about water, he's talking about his anointing by way of the Holy Spirit. So when the enemy comes in, there should be a comma placed on our Mm -hmm. sentence. When the enemy comes in, comma, like a Blood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him because, yes. beloved, when the enemy just rears his head, when he just shows up, that's enough for the Spirit of God to take action for those that will stand Amen. still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. And even now, you may feel defeated. You may feel trampled. You may feel thrown away. Your self-esteem is low. You think less of yourself than what you ought But God is saying Beloved, once you tap into who I am and what I've done for you, I've died for you, I've rose again for for you, and I've risen with all power in my hand. And now, friend, I want to say, Tag, you are it. I want to give you what I (laughs) gave to Peter. I want to give you the keys to heaven, to the kingdom. I want you to be able to lock some things, to lock some things out, and also to open the door to some things that I want to place in your hand. It starts with having a revelation of who Jesus Christ is and Peter said it perfectly Thou art the Christ the Son of God the Son of the Living God and Jesus became the Son of Men, beloved, so that we can become the sons of God. Jesus became everything that He did not want us to be, so that we can be the righteousness of God. Jesus became sin so that we could become to so that we could become the righteousness of God. And I give him praise and you should give him praise. It wasn't predicated Amen. upon your and my performance. God has already demonstrated his love. In other words, God says, friend, I got faith in you, even though you're an alcoholic, even though you're a pedophile, even though you're, you're engulfed in pornography and all these illicit things that I do not desire to be upon those that I created, No, you're no accident. God has ordained you, friend. I don't care how long you've been dealing with these devils and with these demons. God is saying, I can make you a soldier. I want to use you. I can use a few good men who understand that they don't have to be strong enough. Some of you may be sitting out there, I'm not strong enough to withstand what is going on in my life. Well, that's the problem. You're looking at your strength. God is asking, are you weak enough? And so His strength Mm -hmm. is made perfect in our weakness. And when we are at our That's when God is at his best.
1: I just want to give God a praise for myself on that. Thank you, Jesus.
3: I give you praise.
1: Hallelujah.
3: (laughs) Hallelujah. I give you praise. praise. Glory to God for being that in my life. And God knows, friend. That All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. None of us are worthy, truth be told, but God saw something in you. That's why he brought you into this world. No matter what they have labeled you, no matter how they've resented you, no matter how they've ostracized you and isolated you and would not pick you up even in a pickup game, but God is saying, I want you on the field. All you have to do is understand that I am I am the Christ, I am the Son of God, and I become everything that I don't want you to be so that you can become everything that God created you to be. I want to get the
1: kingdom into your living, not just in your living room, praise the Lord. (laughs)
3: I want to get into your living.
2: Evangelist, I hope I'm not getting too
3: loud. Praise the Lord! Oh no
2: no, you're 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 doing awesome. We we've Can, can got I have a few 30, moments? Then you got you got because we got thirty seven minutes left. I mean Praise I knew this was going to go by oh, quick. Oh my
3: goodness! Well, let me see if we can muster up something in the Holy Ghost to finish that time. Praise the Lord! But at appreciation, and I'll open it up for a few questions. Let me do this real quickly because I want to allow time an opportunity for maybe those who are calling to maybe ask a few questions so let me do Mm -hmm. this if you would evangelist let's start with this appreciation for the word of god if you would turn with me uh, to nehemiah nehemiah and in our church by the way we believe in the full uh, gospel we believe in the Mm -hmm. gospel of jesus christ as as well as the full counsel of god We say in our church that uh, the Old Testament uh, is the root, the New Testament is the fruit, and that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And therefore, our revelation makes all the difference in our living. Are you in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 1? It says, And all the people gathered themselves, That sounds much like the church, hallelujah. (laughs) Gather themselves together as one man in the street that was before the water gate. Praise God. We're not talking about the uh, former president here. So God is not trying to scandal any of us. Hey,
1: praise God. But the water
3: gate, and they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book. The book. That's why Jesus always referenced the book. When Satan mm-hmm. tried to tempt Jesus, which he did, Jesus always took him back to the book. Satan, for it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. I thank God for the word of God. For the Bible says that his name, Jesus' name, beloved, in Revelation it says that his name is the word of God. Amen. And it says that Amen. when they For the Word of God. I mean putting in a full day's work just to hear what God is saying. saying Word of God speaks. Praise the Lord. It says, furthermore, before the men and the women and the women uh, and those that could understand, understand, he that hath an ear, hear what the Spirit is saying. And, And it says, and the ears of all the people were attentive unto the book of the law. And Ezra the scribe Amen. stood up upon a pulpit of wood. And saints of God, people of God, my friend, my beloved, that's why we have pulpits in our places of worship. It's not to stand over the people. It is to step up so that people can step out and be who God has created them to be. The pulpit Not with just a good same jingle, but with the unadulterated gospel, with the word of God that God has sold even in your heart today. He says when he he stood upon the pulpit of wood, which they had made for the purpose. They didn't make that pulpit for someone to carry out their own agenda, their own uh, aspirations, but it was made for the purpose, And on his left, the hand of Padaya and Mishael, The house, the house of God. Go with me to First Chronicles chapter 29, verses 1 uh, to, uh, through 3. It says, Furthermore, David, the king, said unto all the congregation. Again, that sounds like this church I'm talking about. <laughs> it says, Solomon, uh, my son, whom alone God has chosen, is yet younger, young and tender, and the work is great. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. So when we come into, this is not to to try and earn money and to to try and... gain from the people and to get the people as, we, uh, as close as we can get them to us. This platform, which uh, I, I'm referencing this church, is one where the leaders want to get the people as close as they can get them to the great God who we all serve. Okay. Amen?
1: Amen? That's Amen. the attitude. And it says Amen. here that for the palace is not for
3: man, but for the Lord God. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God the gold. For things to be made of gold and silver, yeah. the things of silver and brass, the things of brass and iron is for the things of iron and wood for the things of wood, onyx oh. stones and stones to be set, glistery stones and of divers colors and all of manner of precious stones. In other words, when we come and give, see, we have appreciation for the house of God when the house of God is not going dormant and lack and unfulfilled because if God mm-hmm. brought you into this family, He's given unto you uh, uh, blessings to be a blessing to the house of God, not only do I appreciate God's word, I have affection, that's not just somewhere that I go and, and, and glean from and to be fed from, no, I'm not a parasite. That's what God wants to be our attitude. I'm not a parasite. I'm not draining the life out of what uh, God is doing in the house, but I'm a partner with this. Yeah. And that's why we're able to give, not of necessity, but cheerfully. We give God which, uh, that which belongs to him. And that shows that you appreciate the word when you can have affection even in your giving and this amen, is what it's all amen. about so that the house of God can be a battle station every soldier has a unit every soldier has an orderly room every soldier has a commander and a first sergeant so in the Hallelujah. kingdom yeah, you don't have to be born
1: again by, by just coming to the church to get born again or to be saved you can be saved any place, anywhere, at any time right. but after getting saved after having
3: this revelation of God then you ought to have an appreciation and affection. Uh, to and toward the house of God, your fellowship that has been built not for man, but to honor God. And lastly, that uh, last aid that God is wanting is to have aspiration for suffering persecution
5: for the cause of Christ. And if you would, in closing, if you would go to the book of
3: Acts, chapter uh, 5. Starting at verse 12, it says, And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord on Solomon's porch. Oh, my goodness, we just talked about Solomon building a temple and a house. My God, the house got a porch where we can come, glory to God, and assemble ourselves and it says, and they were on one accord. Beloved, God doesn't anoint numbers. He anoints unity. And if we can just get on one accord as believers in the body of Christ, if we can have the same spirit of faith, the same spirit of love, the same earnest care, the same uh, play by the same rules in mind, the same things of God, there is no devil in hell that, that can overthrow what God is doing. And, and evangelists, what I often say to our church, that the Scripture says a house divided, against itself cannot stand Mm -hmm. but on the uh, converse of that a unified house cannot fall Mm -hmm. if a whole house divided cannot stand one that is one glory to god one that is unified cannot fail and beloved we cannot fail when we are on one accord Look at the enemy is going to come he's going to do his thing he has a threefold ministry that's to steal Mm -hmm. kill and destroy But God has a conjunction there. He says, Now let me speak opposite of what the devil has just said. But I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Are you in Mm -hmm. Acts chapter uh, 5, verse 12? Praise the Lord. Look at verse 13. It says, And the rest, and of the rest, does no man join himself to them. But the people magnified them, and the believers were the more added to the Lord. Multitudes, both men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, and yes, that yes. at the least the shadow of Peter yes. passing by might sh- uh, overshadow uh, some of them. Yes. And it says, that yes. there came also multitudes out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks. I'm talking about the AAA church here, appreciation for the word of God, affection toward the house of God, affection to suffer, aspiration to have aspiration to suffer for the cause of God. See, this is why God called us. He, he, he's done, Jesus has done all the miracles he's going to do on the earth. The rest of the miracles God wants to bring forth out of his church. And here's the church, the living people of God, these apostles here, knowing that the Sanhedrins and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they all have gotten together to bring persecution, but they are doing the will of him who called them to be a soldier, and that was to impact lives within the city that they live. And people oh, were healed, yeah. and look what it says six sick folks came, and that they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed every one of them. Mm. now, lastly, I want you to take a quantum leap if you would go to the thirty sixth verse. look what it says now for before these days arose up uh uh Thede, uh, uh, Theodos, uh boasted himself. To be somebody to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves who were slain and all as many as obeyed him. They were scattered and brought to naught. After this man rose up Judas of Galilee in the days of the taxing and drew away much people after him, he also perished and all, even as many as obeyed him, were dispersed. And it goes on to say, and now I say unto you, refrain from these men. And this is Gamaliel. Uh, Dr. Gamaliel is is giving his counsel to those who are are seeking to undo what God is doing through his apostles. But he says, let them alone. For if this counsel uh, or this word be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it, lest haply ye be found even to fight against God. Oh, my goodness. I get excited. The battle is not ours, but it's God. And here is the man telling them that if this be of God, you cannot overthrow it. You can't kill this soldier because these are no-limit soldiers because the Lord is their God. And it says, "Lest happily ye be found even to fight against God." And to him they agreed. And when they had called the apostles and had beaten them, see, they couldn't just let them go and say, "No, we'll just go your way." No, the enemy he wants to bruise us, yeah. he wants to batter yeah. us, he wants to shake us, and to discourage us yeah. from being yeah. the church that God yeah. is building. But it says, yeah. after having beaten them, they command that they should not speak. Now he's saying, Don't you speak in that in the name of Jesus. And they let them go. In verse 41, it says, And they departed from the presence of the council. They, the apostles, departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing. Well, they just gotten beat, uh, beloved. Evangelists, they just gotten beat, uh, even now bleeding, but they are still rejoicing. That's why the scripture says, It's the joy of the Lord. That is our strength and they were counted worthy. They were counted worthy to suffer shame That's why we must have aspiration To suffer in other words suffering will not cause us to give in give out or give up on what God has called for us to do And it says and daily Mm -hmm. in the temple and in every house not some house not every other house, not every odd house or even house, but in every house they cease not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is the triple A church in Praise which the Amen. Lord is wanted to build. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Praise, Praise God. Praise God. Wow, what a powerful word, I'm telling you. That was just awesome, Pastor. We truly do honor you for sharing that word of God on being that on the triple a church and i'm I'm sitting here, I was trying to take notes and 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 work my computer thing here <laughs> well please, and uh, it 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 was powerful, I mean just an awesome, mighty word, and we want to let people know whoever. Uh, if you need some of your family members to hear this particular message, just have them to go on to com slash a word from God. Because so many powerful things were said about the revelation knowledge of Christ and, and building on the church and building on that revelation knowledge. and. And there was so much that was said that you probably weren't able to write everything down. So now you can go back in and oh, yeah. you can listen to it again and and take more notes and 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 uh, uh, take down. Maybe he might have been going a little fast, so maybe he can uh, get more of the scripture. But what an awesome mighty word! Thank you, Pastor, so much. Or that word, and I just want you for a couple of minutes here. We've got like uh, about 18 more minutes to just uh, talk with them about salvation, just leading them to the Lord. Um, we don't know who's listening, but maybe they've never been introduced to Christ, and we want to give everybody an opportunity uh, to uh, uh, be led to the Lord. So, if you would just take a couple of minutes. And just talk to them about the leading, about being, uh, about being saved. If they want to be saved, Amen. you can just share something.
3: Praise the Lord. I would say this, uh, my friend, uh, for God has anointed uh, me to preach the gospel, and the gospel is the good news. Even mm-hmm. in a bad world, even when we've done bad, uh, the Scripture mm-hmm. clearly says in Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three. That all have sinned and all have come short of the glory of God Not y'all have sinned, all mm. All includes me And Jesus did not die for me or any believer who's saved in now in their righteousness Or in the righteousness of God The scripture says that God demonstrated his love In Romans chapter 5 verse 7-8 It talks about how God demonstrated His love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Beloved, if you are unsaved, and those that are unsaved are those who have rejected, uh, those who have denied, those who have disallowed Jesus Christ to come into their lives. And the scripture says that he demonstrated his love. God has faith in us that when we hear his voice, The conviction now that you're experiencing Because it's been appointed unto man once to die But after that the judgment If you deny Jesus His salvific work in your life Which is by the way A free gift No one earns salvation Salvation is not a goal we achieve But a gift we receive Anytime we work for something It no longer becomes a gift It becomes a wage But the Bible says, since all have sinned, it says now, Romans uh, 6 and 23, that the wages of sin is death. So when we work in sin, live in sin, there is a wage now because we haven't received the gift of God, the free gift, which is salvation. So the wage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And you cannot have done anything too bad. For God not to love you yes. since he since he uh loved us so by demonstrating before we ever performed, we can't do anything for him to love us less, so friend, even right now, the Holy Spirit is drawing you, there's conviction within your own heart that I'm not living a godly life I'm not living. In the place that God has ordained for me I know there's more to life than what I'm living Well I say unto you Salvation has come even now For by grace are you say It's the grace of God God's unmerited favor God riches at Christ's expense God sent his son to pay it all So your salvation has already been paid for All you have to do is make a pickup. Right now You can make a pickup, Beloved if you want Jesus in your life Just pray this prayer with me, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the conviction that I experience even now in my heart and in my soul. Today, I want Jesus in my life. I want my life to be changed, and I need a turnaround because there are things in me that I don't like about me. Therefore, I ask Jesus to come into my life. Today is the day of my salvation. Forgive me, O God for my sins. Forgive me for my iniquity. Today I repent and I confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. Thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you, God, for the privilege to be called your child. Thank you, God, for the ability now to call you my Heavenly Father. Thank you, we pray. I'm saved in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
2: Amen And if any of you live in the uh, Tacoma The Lakewood area of Washington This is such a wonderful church to go to And and become a part of And to work and to learn uh, From the word of God How to live your life before Christ I like what you said Pastor That God wants a uh, a church more of healthiness Than of mm-hmm. growth because you know, yes. if you're healthy, you're going to do everything according to how the Word of God tells us to. If we're just looking at growth, if it's just about numbers, it means nothing. And there are so many pastors that need to hear this message to know that it's not about the numbers, but it's about uh, uh, the, the the quality of yes. what you're doing for the Lord, not about numbers. not say to this, say... Go ahead. Even please. as you say May that... I would like for the pastors to understand
3: that I know you've just finished the mega fest, and we thank God for the great move move of God there mm-hmm. in Texas, even in Central Texas. But whether you pastor five or five thousand, right? The rewards are the same. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And that so encourages me. Whether I got five members or five thousand members, the pastor has the same reward and also yes. the same responsibility and accountability. Yes. yes. Now, isn't that wonderful? Yes. So why yes. are we working to get numbers when we get the same yes. reward and we have the same responsibility?
2: Because if we gain souls, if we're leading mm-hmm. people to the Lord, the numbers will come, oh, you wow. know. But it's just not about the number. It's about yes. the soul. And that mm-hmm. is what we need to focus everything on discipleship, training, mm. because if, if I'm at your church and you're leading me and you're, you're, you're teaching me through the Word of God and, and you're saying, Sister Becky, uh, this is what you have to do to be saved, and I get myself right and I come to the Bible study and I learn the Word of God, then I can go out and I can win another soul. And then that soul mm-hmm. can go out, Amen. get trained, and they can win another soul. And before you know it, yes, we will have a, a church growth, but we'll also have healthy
0: Okay. Gabriel, right. Because yeah. we're Gabriel doing it
2: according to the word of God, not just to say, not to just be able to go to a conference and say, oh, I've got 2,500 members. How many do you have? And you have a great church, and, and you're doing exactly what you said to do, Pastor, but you feel mm-hmm. bad because all you can say is I only have 20. But I would rather have 20 on-fire folks working mm-hmm. and living mm-hmm. for God. Than to have 2,500 folks and none of them are, are living anything and on their way to a devil's hell, you know, mm-hmm. just so I can brag and say, you know, I'm pastor so-and-so or I mm-hmm. have this many. It is more important to mm-hmm. really have that healthy church, one that yes. is following the example of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, uh, First Lady Stacy, is there anything? we got about 10 more minutes. Is there anything that you might want to say to us before we go?
0: To God be the glory. This was beautiful. And once again, thank you, my beloved, for allowing the Holy Spirit to minister to you, to allow us to come on the broadcast.
2: And oh, so we thanks. love you so
0: much, and we thank God for you. Amen.
2: Oh, well, I thank God for the two of you. I I honor you both so much. As I said earlier, you are uh, the pastors of my two daughters, and and I see the growth in them, and I see the change Amen. in them and so so honored to have you watching over them as the great shepherds that you are and it's just it's an awesome experience for me every time I come i mean you open up your 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 hearts and, mm-hmm. and your 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 church to me and i mean it's just a, <laughs> it's just such a blessing well, come. I tell you I what, mean. when you
3: come back, you just be ready to bring a word. <laughs>
2: Amen. Praise Amen. God. Well, yeah. you know, it looks like I have somebody on the line here. Let's see. Here. Uh, hello, you're on the air.
0: Hey, Pastor, hey, First Lady, this is Sister Tammy. Praise the Lord, my be left. How Bless are you? you, daughter. <laughs> I just call in, you know, say we enjoyed your
2: word. And uh, really appreciate you just coming on the, the radio, and you guys are some awesome pastors. Oh wow!
3: Well, thank you so thank much, you. and and I'm glad Tammy called, uh, evangelist Colia Hagler, and that uh, some people when they leave the room it gets brighter. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. say that about Tammy Lashawn. I tell you, when they <laughs> enter the room, mm-hmm. no matter how bright it is. It gets brighter. So, thank you, Lord. so oh, we appreciate God. that. And, and Tammy, thank you so yeah. much for just allowing us to be your pastor.
2: Yes. Oh, Amen. praise God. <laughs> now go in there and cry, Tammy, because I know you got tears in your eyes. Oh, no, okay. No. okay. <laughs> 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 thank you, sweetheart, for calling, okay? Bye bye. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I see that old clock that's on the wall and it's just ticking away. I. I, I I know you said to me, Pastor, how can you talk for two hours? But hey, it it happened and it's almost over, and yes. and I've just enjoyed this time with the with the two of you on the air tonight. You've just been such a blessing to myself and to the listeners, and and I know that throughout the rest of this week that this is going to be a much listened to. Uh, broadcast because i have people that listen from all over the world and uh you may somebody may wake up in africa tomorrow and hear you Uh just sharing the word of god or wake up in england and hear you sharing the word of god so we thank god for the worldwide web because it just gets that word out there to the world there's no more excuse to say you know well i never heard because the bible does tell us that before the lord returns that the whole world will be able to hear Mm -hmm. uh, the message of jesus christ and what an awesome what an awesome tool god is using Mm -hmm. the the internet for worldwide uh gospel teaching and gospel preaching and just getting the word of god out there and one more time if you would give us your church address and your um, uh, website.
3: Amen. Our church is Agape Christian Fellowship Ministries. We're located at 4814 108th Street Southwest, Lakewood, Washington, 98499. Our web address is agape. That's A-G-A-P-E C-F-M Dot com And uh, we have our services Every Sunday At 10 a.m. With 9 o'clock 9 a.m. intercessory prayer And on Wednesday uh, Evenings our Midweek service Bible study Begins at 7 p.m. And we have uh, Prayer and praise Starting at 630 and uh, so We so appreciate uh, again This opportunity just to Share the love of Christ uh, By way of this medium this broadcast and, and again Evangelists we are so grateful That you've taken on this This is not something that you're just doing But I believe that you've been anointed And appointed ordained and sustained By God to be able To host uh, The living word as it's shared With the world by way of your broadcast and we so praise thank God. you for this opportunity.
2: Well praise God and I do as well. Uh it looks like we got one more call. Hold on just oh. one second. Hello, you're on the
0: air. Hi Pastor. Hi first lady. This is Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to call to tell you guys I love you guys. Um I thank you for answering the call to Pastor Agape. And I just wanna let anybody know who's in Lakewood, Washington. Make sure you come and see what God is doing at Agape. Forty eight fourteen hundred and eighth Street, Lakewood, Washington. <laughs> Ten o'clock AM <laughs> start Sunday morning. <laughs> hey, come on out and see us. But Amen. I love you guys so much. <laughs> love
3: you too, daughter. Bless your heart. Amen.
1: Thank you Amen, so much. Yes, you Amen. Praise and uh
3: Angelus, uh, Becky, my dad often say it takes a uh, poor Frog Not to praise It's own pond. Oh, that's right <laughs> So amen, I praise God
1: Amen I guess
3: we are not Lacking anything Praise <laughs> the Lord So I we do thank God, God For praise the God. membership Uh been so excited God. About what God is doing And uh, we are amen. excited At Agape And uh, do uh, Come God. out And see us
2: Amen well, I see that old clock on the wall. I'm And, and LaShawn, thank you for calling, sweetheart, okay?
0: You. Yeah, love you too, right. Evangelist.
2: You. Thank you. Love you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> well, I see that old clock is ticking and it's saying that it's time to go. And I thank just you. want to reiterate about to, uh, tomorrow night I am doing the um, uh, the End Time series Uh, On anymeeting.com slash a word from God one. That's anymeeting.com slash a word from God dot. I'm sorry, slash a word from God uh, one. And we're going to be talking about the Bema Seat Judgment of Christ. And this starts at 7 o'clock. I only do it for an hour. I start at 7 and I end at 8. If you cannot uh, attend the actual webinar, we do record it. So uh, I do have one from uh, last week, which was the Rapture of the Church, and you can get to that one by anymeeting.com/slash/A Word from God/slash/e e five four d nine eight nine eight five four seven. If you do not have uh, internet or computer at home, or laptop or you're just driving you can you can uh, uh call in at 213-416-1560 the access code is 0107636 if you want to look at it on your app on your iPad or your tablet uh for Android go to play Google Play Store and download the app for any meeting uh for your iPad you download also the app For any meeting It has truly been a blessing Pastor and First Lady Jackson Thank you both so much For being on the show You'll never know uh, how grateful I am To the two of you It's just truly been a blessing So God bless you both And God bless you out there in radio land I want to say thank you for tuning in To A Word From God On BlockTalkRadio.com. I am your radio hostess, evangelist Rebecca Collier Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. And may God richly bless all of your endeavors for Him. See you all next week. God bless you, and have a great evening. Yes.
1: Amen. Yeah. Of Look at somebody. See Everybody sing that with us.